Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. I'm your host, Chemaka Kore, and you're listening to the Superhuman Podcast. Guys, we are in episode 9. I am so excited for where the Holy Spirit has really taken us and taken this podcast to. We're going to do the Q&A session for the Activation Series today, so buckle up. Holy Spirit, help us, help the answers to just find their ways to our hearts. We're going to be looking at various questions that relate to the activation of the superhuman, the activation of the supernatural in your life. First question, it's a very popular question, is how do I recognize now that I am being guided by the Holy Spirit? And I'll take you guys to the Bible. I'm not going to feel. I'm not going to use head knowledge. I'll go to the Bible. So, 1 Corinthians 12, 3, it says, um, I want you to know that no one who is led by God's Spirit can say a curse on Jesus. And no one can confess Jesus as Lord without being guided by the Spirit. Romans 8, verse 14 to 16. For as many are led by the Spirit of God, they are sons of God. For ye have not received the spirit of bondage again to fear but ye have received the spirit of adoption whereby we cry abba father the spirit itself beareth witness with our spirit that we are god's children and if children then heirs heirs of god and joint heirs with christ if so be that we suffer with him that we may be also glorified together so if you didn't get the drift and you're like amaka what are you talking about okay so the first one you read was uh first corinthians 12 first corinthians 12 which was telling us that um no one that's led by god's spirit can cause jesus and no one can confess that jesus is the lord without being guided by the spirit now romans 8 verse 14 all the way to 16 especially verse 16 says that the spirit of god bear witness with our spirit that we are god's children you see the connection is that there is a witness there's a witness when it comes to the things of the spirit when it comes to being guided by the spirit see guidance by the spirit would enable us to identify the witness in our spirit so okay let's say now okay you're about to make a decision right you're about to make a decision the uh i'll borrow i'll borrow something from my pastor um it says she says um you can't be learning how to shoot a gun on the day you need to shoot the gun right so let's say you have jobs in front of you you have options being led by the spirit and by being guided by the spirit you see yourself not focusing on how much you'll be paid or how much you will gain right from this companies but instead you're saying father where would i be planted you see your spirit so you spend being guided by spirit you're spending time in the spirit to be guided by the spirit you need to spend time with the spirit exercising the spirit you know like you want to build muscle, you keep exercising till you become an nigga. So until you exercise the spirit, you know, in the little things, I'm looking for something. What is the spirit saying? I want to put on an outfit. 
Holy Spirit, should I wear the blue or the black? Should I wear a cap or a wig? Should I should I just go instead of take and then come back and take my bath? Or should I bath and then go? Should I take a different route to work than I would normally take? Holy Spirit, what are you saying? See, being guided by the Spirit is that you always search your inner man. Um, Peter called it, uh, check, check your heart. Paul called it your inner man. All talking about that Spirit. The Spirit that is renewed when you accept Christ. The Spirit, because your physical doesn't change when you accept Christ, right? But your spirit man that was dead to sin, that was dead to this world, has changed. So now, whenever you want to make a decision, whenever you're reading a Bible verse, whenever you're, you're just doing whatever it is that you would normally do, you are aware the Spirit will reveal all truths to you. So if God's Spirit knows that, Amaka, if you go on Ring Road today, you are going to be 30 minutes late to work. And he, he, he's telling me, but I'm not used to him. I'm not used to exercising my spirit in the presence of his spirit as his spirit gives me witness that either he's telling me go or he's telling me don't go or he's telling me yes or he's telling me no or even if he's telling me maybe and i'm saying okay he's saying maybe but i'm gonna stay in the place of prayer till i get a yes or a no the spirit in guidance would always be definitive so how do you know that you're being led by the spirit your inner man knows (laughs) the bible says in romans 8 that the spirit will bear witness with your spirit so your spirit knows so you're starting each day and saying father it's a very simple prayer i'm yielding myself to you today try it this week father i'm yielding myself to you today may your spirit be a witness with my spirit where it concerns every decision that I make today. And tell me how it goes. Just believe me you. You're going to watch such a transformative spirit. Guide your way. Guide your path. So it's a thing of most things that are involved with um, activation. I think of intentionality because you need to open up your heart. God's not going to force his way into your life, right? He didn't force you to accept salvation. He's not going to force you to use, um, make use of the Holy Spirit that is present in your life now, that has been given freely to you. So it's a matter of yieldedness. Um, so if you need more from him <laughs> you need to stand stay more in the spirit stay more in the word you see all the, all the things that we've discussed in this particular trilogy see they work hand in hand from the word to the spirit to its its functionality in faith to prayer they all work hand in hand you can't do one more than you do the other one they all have to you know come together to give you 
our right positioning so that's the first question we really ask one question so let's speed it up now how do i know that i have the holy spirit that's chapter 2 and 32 it says and peter said to them repent and be baptized every one of you in the name of jesus christ for the forgiveness of your sins and you will receive the gift of the holy spirit romans 8 verse 9 also adds and says you however are not in the flesh but in the spirit if in fact the spirit of god dwells in you anyone who does not have the spirit of god does not belong to him so if you believe wholeheartedly that as i have accepted jesus as my lord and personal savior i am now an adopted son and an adopted daughter of god i have a place and an inheritance in god you know all this you know the demo of it all then (laughs) you for you to believe that for you to confess the bible literally said in one of the bible's verses we read in the beginning it says no one can confess that jesus is lord without the spirit like the spirit must be within you it's the spirit that bears witness to that truth so now again in romans 8 9 it says that you however are not in the flesh but in the spirit if in fact the spirit of god dwells in you so if the spirit of god is dwelling in you you are now spirit that is who you are because your spirit is made new in christ your spirit is giving a new you're not a new creation your spirit is the one that is redefined and rebranded and you know restructured your spirit is the reason why you can boldly say i'm a superhuman i have superpowers i am supernatural you know you can say that boldly because your spirit has gained access to that all right so those are the few scriptures i wanted to give you guys for that so the next question we're going to answer and then call it a day for tonight and you can always ask questions on um our social media platform superhuman underscore podcast on instagram that's our only platform for now now to round up we're going to ask what does it mean to walk in the spirit (laughs) Uh, how do I even ask that I want Holy Spirit? How do I walk in the Spirit? How do you walk in the Spirit? Well, the simple, straightforward answer is... It's very simple. It's not about your kabashin. It's not about how many hours you can speak in tongues. It's not, many, it's not about all the gifts that are being manifested in you. It's not about the, the word of knowledge that flows out from within you. It's not the prophecy. Those are giftings on the inside of you. But more than anything, if you do any of those without love, you do not work with the Spirit. You do not work with the Spirit. In First Corinthians verse 13, Verse 13, Paul says, I may be able to speak in language of human beings and even of angels, but if I do not have no love, my speech is no more than any noisy gong or a clanging bell. I may have the spirit of inspired teaching 
I may have all the knowledge and understanding of secrets. I may have all the faith needed to move mountains. But if I have no love, I have nothing. I am nothing. I may give away everything I have and even give up my body to be burnt. But if I have no love, this does me no good. And it goes on to say the favorite verse love is patient and kind love is not jealous or conceited or proud love is not ill-mannered or selfish or irritable love does not keep a record of wrongs love is not happy with evil but is happy with the truth love does not love never gives up and its faith hope and patience never fail love is eternal they are inspired messages, but they are temporary. They are gifts of speaking in strange tongues, but they will cease. There is knowledge, but it will pass. For our gifts of knowledge and of inspired messages are only partial. But when what is perfect comes, then what is partial will disappear. When I was a child, my speech, feelings, and thinking were all those of a child. Now that I'm grown up, I have no more use for childish ways. What we see now is like a dim image in a mirror. Then we shall see face to face. What I know now is only partial. Then it will complete, as complete as God's knowledge of me. Meanwhile, these three will remain faith hope and love and the greatest of those is love something has become clear to me in working with the holy spirit for the short period of time that i've worked with him holy spirit help me to say this to compose it but see to work with the spirit how do how do you even do that what does it mean to do that is that you chase after love you walk in love. Love is patient and kind. You you become patient. You become kind. These must be the reality of your living to say you are walking with the Spirit. It's not a matter of how long or how much you speak in the Spirit. Yes, that is good. It, it builds you up like an edifice. But you see... If you do, do all these things, you exhibit all these giftings, but you have no love. You have nothing. And beyond love, where the Bible says we are the branches and God is the vine. And the vine keeper comes and clips those branches that are not producing. So you are a vine that produces when you're connected to God. What do you produce? Do you, have you ever thought, hmm... When they say I, God is divine and I am the branch, what exactly am I producing? Is it the wealth? Is it the cars? Is it, you know, the, you know, you start thinking, what exactly am I producing? Is it the amount of souls that I've won? Is that the producing that I'm producing? But no, all these things in themselves have their own time and their own season. But you see, what we're called to as branches connected to the vine of god is what called to a life where we can express the fruits of god's spirit where where without you even you know saying the word it, it it's like you are just emitting god's fruits 
in that moment in that moment you are walking a good walk with the holy spirit how do you walk with the holy spirit what does it mean to walk with the holy spirit are you seeing his fruits in your life are you doing all the things you're doing just for sure or is it who you are is it who you are you are called to this lifestyle where you must hold fast to the things that never fade faith hope and love the greatest of which is love so you 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 walk in love you do everything in love you do not have temper you do not have you're not impatient you are kind beyond measure you go out of your way not because people will say she's so good you know she helps everybody but because it is the lifestyle it is what your dna now is is who you are because you are walking with the spirit in the moment where you see your life has taken a turn you know the impatient amaka is no longer you know the 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 unkind bimbo is no longer the person that swears a lot that doesn't that rejoices when people fall has changed has changed Oh, you call your friend out they, they tell you, oh my, I just lost my job. Before you be like, ha, ah, she lost her job. No, no, no. <laughs> but now you're like, let's pray. Let's take it to Lord in prayer. Not because I'm like, you know, I'm spirit coco, but I, this is, that is my Ruth. That is where I found transformation. And that's where you will find transformation too. Friends, permit me to call you guys friends. Friends, this is the life you've been called to. Walking with the Holy Spirit is not an easy walk. It's not a walk in the park. But believe me, you, as you walk with him, as your life transforms and transcends everything that you could ask for or imagine, that uneasy path, that narrow path that is Jesus becomes like sweet butter on bread. I've been your host, Chemaka Curry. And you've been listening to the Superhuman Podcast. I'll catch you guys next week.